Sensecast, a podcast on the journey of social entrepreneurs. Welcome to another episode of Sensecast. Today we're proud to be hosting Nicole Ryan, founder of Alex's Adventure, a platform that offers a wide range of services to help young people learn about substances and substance misuse. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you for having me. All right. First of all, who is Nicole? And what is Alex's adventure? Yeah, my name is Nicole uh, Ryan. I'm from a small town in the south of Ireland in Cork. And I'm, I used to be a marine engineer. So that's a fun fact about me. I worked on ships. I sailed around the world. And Alex's adventure is a drug education company. It focuses on helping young people uh, to learn about drugs and substances and also help them make better decisions as they grow up into adulthood. Great. Um, Nicole, I know that there's a, there's a strong story behind uh, the reason why you started Alex's Adventure. Can you share that with us and maybe talk also about the feelings and motivation that led you to start this business? Yes, of course. Um, I would kind of consider myself an accidental entrepreneur. I never wanted to become an entrepreneur at all. And I started Alex Adventure over five years ago now at this stage. I was working at sea. I was uh, sailing away and my brother Alex, who was younger than me, he was 18. He had just moved to Cork City. He started working in the city centre and he started making his own friends. He was living on his own and, you know, I was away working. Things were great. But one night, my brother, he ended up going to a party at somebody's house. They all took a drug. And unfortunately, my brother, he ended up having a cardiac arrest. He was brought to the local hospital and I came home straight away to see him. I spent four days in the hospital with him and he unfortunately died. So after my brother passed away and he died, I started to think about the drug education that the system that we were kind of the message that we were giving young people about drugs and nothing had changed from my time in school to when my brother was in school. And I kept thinking the whole time that, you know, somebody's going to make a change. Somebody's going to do something about this. And as a few weeks passed on, I realized that if I if I wanted to see this changed, I, I had to make that change myself. So I decided then to just with no education, with no drug knowledge, with nothing, just an idea and a story to go for it, to try and fix the drug education system here at home and everywhere, really. I'm sorry for your loss. This is definitely not the type of motivation would wish for any entrepreneur. But I'm also happy you had the strength to turn it into something that has a positive impact and changes people's lives. I'm wondering if there has been any defining moment that you could point at and say, this was the exact moment where you took concrete action. Yeah, I guess there's been many points through this journey. Um, But I think after my brother passed away, um, I was really fighting with myself. I had lost everything at that moment in time. If, you know, anybody can imagine, my brother to me was everything because I come from a very small family. So it's just my mother and my brother and myself. And being the eldest sibling, I took care of my brother. You know, we grew up together. I was the second mom in a sense. So when he died, I had nothing else left, but I had this one little idea and I was just fighting myself the whole time. I am my worst critic, I suppose. And I was sitting in my room. I was looking at my 
graduation leaflet and I just wrote down three things about what I was going to do was the idea. I was going to go to schools. I was going to share my brother's story and I was going to do it immediately, basically. And with that, I I jumped headfirst into being an entrepreneur with absolutely no knowledge behind me. Wow. I have goosebumps listening to you, uh, Nicole. I was wondering, you know, um, Alex's adventure is a social business. And why haven't you made it a nonprofit or another type of project? Yes, uh, it's a question I get all the time. So Alex's adventure is a for-profit business with impact at the core. So it's a social enterprise. And I grappled with myself for a long time trying to figure out what was it that I was going to do because a lot of people in the space that is social tend to go for non-for-profits. And I initially wanted to do that, but then I guess I went into a business incubator that was very um, commercial business based. So I was the very first social entrepreneur they had. And it started to make me think about becoming sustainable and scalable. And I didn't want to have to rely on grants and compete with people. I wanted to become sustainable because I wanted to give people opportunities in jobs, in the work that I do to make a real difference. And if I could become sustainable, that would mean that I could make a greater impact, not just here at home in Ireland, but across the world. So I chose the for profit route. And I often think that, you know, there's many for profit enterprises out there, such as, you know, Ben and Jerry's and um, the body shop, they're for profit, but people just forget that, you know, uh, that they're social enterprises. They just think that they're businesses, but they're not, they're social enterprises. And like I say, I wanted to become, I wanted to have a better impact. So for me, a for profit was, was the right way to do it. It looks like the very beginning has been a huge challenge anyway, but we keep asking this question to our guests because we always get valuable insights from it. And the question is, what has been the biggest challenge for you on your journey? And to that, we're focusing mostly on the personal challenges, not the business challenges. So if you have such a challenge to share, it would be very interesting to hear about it as well as how you overcame it and how did it help you grow? Yeah, I've, like you said, I've had many challenges, but my personal challenges have always been actually myself. Um, I always stand in my own way. And I initially didn't believe that I could do this. I didn't believe in myself. And I remember that I was in a in a pub with a few of my friends. And at the time I had just kind of started Alex's Adventure. I was kind of a year into it. And one of my friends turned around to me in the pub and said that I was only getting famous because my brother had died. And in that moment, I was really shook. And I started to think, you know, that everybody thought that. And that's exactly what everybody was saying about me. And you need to give up now because you're not the right person to do this. And it was hard. It was difficult. I, you know, was very upset for a couple of days. But then I realized about the why, the why that I do what I do and the purpose of Alex's adventure. It wasn't to get famous because I could get famous a hundred different ways. For me, it was always the one. It was about helping one young person to, you know, learn about substances so that they wouldn't have the same fate that my brother ended up having. And I realized that you could be, you know, the sweetest peach in the world and there's always going to be somebody that's going to hate peaches. That's just inevitable. But if I can realize why it is that I do something, it keeps me on the right track and it helps me get through even my biggest critic, which is myself. 
<laughs> yeah, I hear you, Nicole. I'm wondering if you could share any concrete tools or methods that you found for yourself to overcome moments of self-doubt. Yeah, I think it's something that, like I say, we all have every single person, whether you are an entrepreneur or not in just your daily life, there is those moments of self-doubt. For me, it's about asking for help and not being too stubborn or proud to ask for help. You know, um, there's many times where I needed help and I didn't ask for it. And then all of a sudden it just spiraled out of control and I was just doubting myself for weeks on end until I put my ego aside and just said, look, I'm struggling. Can you please help me? And there are so many good people in the world that are willing to help you. Um, so it's about just trying to grapple with your own ego and asking for help and just kind of listening to yourself and your body as well. I didn't listen to my body at the start. It was my head that was doing everything and my body followed suit very quickly and started to, you know, I have burnouts. I would be sick in bed for a long, long time. And so those moments of self-doubt would come and I'd be in this place where it's just it's, it was darkness, you know, it was tough. It was hard. But trying to be gentle with myself and trying to ask for that help when I need it was what got me through. Well, we can always be our own worst enemy, but um, I love how you focus on helping at least one person. And um, I would be interested to know if you have a story that shows the impact of Alex's adventure in practice, if you can share that with us. I can, of course. Um, so like I said, when I first started Alex's Adventure, I had no knowledge of anything. I had no clue. I didn't do any courses in drug education or anything like that. I wasn't a teacher. And I did my very first workshop with a group of about 50, 15 year old boys at the time. And we, I stood there and I started the workshop for the very first time. We got through it and I realized that some of them were a little bit emotional afterwards. So fast forward, maybe three years later, and I'm walking home one evening and I meet this young boy at the bottom of the kind of road that I'm walking on. And being from Ireland, if you, anybody, if your audiences have ever been or if they're ever listening or they want to come to Ireland, you'll know that we're very friendly. So we'll talk to absolutely anybody. And so we started talking together and he turned around and he asked me what I did. So I said to him, I work in the drug and alcohol space. That's all I said. And he turned around to me and he said that, you know, there was this one time that this girl, she came to my school and she told me a story about her brother and how he took a drug and he died. And I still remember that now that I'm in college. And it was phenomenal for me because that that whole mission, that whole purpose that I had three years prior to this was that one, it came back to me and it was kind of the universe saying you're on the right path, you're doing, you're doing right. And it was unbelievable. <laughs> well, it's a, a small world, if nothing else. I guess this story already brings some kind of reassurance and pride that you're in the right path. But I also wanted to ask that more explicitly. What are you most proud of for Alex's adventure? Well, what I'm most proud of is really kind of myself, because like I say, I had never had any experience running a business and public speaking was something that I was petrified of. Um, I was a quiet girl. I liked being an introvert. I'm an introvert, but I'm also an extrovert at the same time, which can be quite draining in its own right. Um, but yeah, I never public spoke. I never did any of that. So for me to start standing there in front of people and, you know, hundreds of people 
was so daunting at the start. But the more you do anything, the better you get. So it was it was one of those things that I just said for the greater good. You know, I can be discomfort, I can be uncomfortable for a little bit if it meant that somebody else was able to learn something that day. And as time went on, I got better and better. But I'm still an introvert and also an extrovert. So it's kind of like stepping into a different skin when I'm in a, on a stage or in an audience or storytelling. And I'm sure that anybody who is an entrepreneur will, will resonate with this because when you are an entrepreneur and when you are in the business sense, the person, you step into a different role, you step in to different various roles, because especially as a founder of just myself, I have to wear many, many hats all of the time. So it can be quite difficult. But yeah, me being proud of myself, I think, is my biggest, biggest achievement in Alex's venture at the moment. Yeah, I can understand it. Maybe I can even relate to that. But as a follow-up question, how easy is it or how do you handle this switching between introvert, extrovert and wearing all these different hats? What lesson can we take out of this? Yeah, be gentle with yourself because it takes time and you need to be kind to yourself. Um, because when I'm extroverted, Nicole, I'm a whole different person and I'm standing there and you know, you feed off a lot of people's energy. So when I come home at the end of the day, I am tired. I need the few days to just rest. And at the start of my journey, I didn't allow myself that time. I said, you know, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. And then I would burn out. So now I would, you know, be that extroverted, uh, greatest showman type figure. And then I would come home and I would read my book and I would take my time and I would meditate and I will take a day off and be, be gentle with myself for that. Great advice as well. I mean, um, we always need to take the time to go back into ourselves, if we can say something like that. Um, we're arriving practically at the end of our episode. So if you had to share one key takeaway with the audience, what would that be? The one key takeaway for me is that the worst thing that can happen is nothing. And that is a something that my best friend said to me when I was first had the idea of Alex's Venture, whether I was going to do it or not. She turned around to me and said, you know, I asked her, do you think this is a good idea? Should, would it work? Do you know, maybe people will laugh at me. And she said, at this point in your life, the worst thing right now that can happen is absolutely nothing. And that resonated with me. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm going to do it. And I think for anybody who is thinking about creating change or, you know, really making an impact, it can be really daunting to think that, you know, you're you're taking on the world's problems here. You know, you are. But if you just start with having that one person, if you can help one person, then you can help a thousand, you can help a million. But scale it back to just one, take your time. And like I say, the worst thing that can happen is nothing. Some people might laugh and so what? You at least tried and I promise you, you won't have any regrets because I am a true testament to this. Nicole, we're arriving at the end of our episode and um, we had a very great moment with uh, everything that you've said and shared with us. Um, what would you like to share with the audience? Maybe a website or an address where people can find you and get to learn about Alex's adventure. Of course, I'm available online. I have the website, which is alexsadventure.ie. 
I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. It's Alex's Adventure. You you, you find it. It's not, <laughs> there's not many Alex's Adventures out there. <laughs> and I'm more than happy to always chat to absolutely anybody who is in that mindset of wanting to create change, who wants to start something, who just even wants to talk and can relate. Um, I'm, I'm always happy to hear from them. So thank you so much for to you all guys for having me. We'll make sure to share all the links in the description of this episode. Thank you very much, Nicole. This has been very, very inspiring. Thanks a million. I've had a blast. If you've enjoyed this episode, look for Sandscast on your favorite podcast platforms. We're releasing a new episode every second Sunday of the month. This podcast has been produced by Antonis, Fatou and Sylvia from Make Sense Berlin, a community of people passionate about social impact with a mission to create a better world. See you in the next episode of Sensecast. <laughs>